0: as many of you know today we gather to welcome and bless and affirm the elders of our church and so uh, I'm not going to preach a full sermon here this morning. Uh, very soon, uh, we will uh, invite the elders up and spend some time uh, affirming and, and blessing them. But as we enter this time, I do want to spend a moment reading and reflecting on a passage from Scripture. And so, uh, I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, if you'd like to turn there and follow along, you can. Ephesians chapter 4, I'm going to begin in verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended, higher than all the heavens, in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ himself Amen. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, we thank you for the gift of your word, for the gift of this church, and for those who you have given to lead it. God, I pray that as we consider the words of your scripture this morning, you would sharpen our minds and soften our hearts that we might know you and love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And so I just want to say a few things about this passage before we continue on and and welcome and bless the elders of our church. And the first thing is this, as we call and affirm our elders today, we do so as part of the one church rooted in the one story of Jesus. There is one body, And one Spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. The Church of Christ at Federal Way is part of this unity, part of this one church along with all the other churches across the world. And we are all rooted in the one story of Jesus who descended to take on flesh and dwell among us, live in our midst, and then who died on the cross. But also he ascended in the resurrection and now rules on high. This is the story that we are rooted in. And he now reigns higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe with the kingdom of God. So as we enter into this time this morning, we do so as part of the one church, rooted in the one story of Jesus. And affirming our elders is one of the ways that we participate in this story in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, every Sunday, we gather together to celebrate that Jesus is alive and that Jesus is Lord over all. And we do this as we worship him in song, reflect on him in scripture, remember him at the table. Each one of these is a way of glimpsing what Jesus is currently up to in the world, pointing our attention to to what Jesus is actively about in his church and in the world. And blessing our leaders is another way that we glimpse the activity of God. The passage that we just read, Ephesians 4, says Christ himself gave people to lead the church. Christ himself has given people to lead the church. So as we affirm our elders today, we are not merely going through some kind of organizational formality, but rather affirming the activity of Christ in our midst, in the life of this church, in the midst of the world, Jesus has given us these people to continue leading and pointing us to him. This is what we affirm today. Uh, not, not just some sort of act of, of, of the church, but the activity of God. And when Jesus gives, he gives generously. He gives so generously. It says, Christ himself gave The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers, right? just goes on and on. Jesus does not just give his church one leader, or even one kind of leader, but a whole diversity of leaders, a whole diversity of people. And I believe that we see that in the diversity of this new elder team. That we are welcoming today. I mean, first of all, it must be said for the first time in the history of this church, there will be both men and women leading as elders together, which more fully reflects who God is as we follow and seek him. But also, each one of these men and women have such a diversity of gifts. I mean, I I just want to name a few of them, right? Peter is kind and encouraging. He is a generous servant to anyone that he crosses paths with. Joe is warm and hospitable, welcoming smile to every person that comes in to this building offering that kind welcoming smile. Jerry is a thoughtful and passionate teacher and worship leader who guides the people of God. Mary is creative, generous, attuned, connected to the community, both within our church and beyond it, and a masterful coordinator who helps all of us to serve well. Chris is wise, caring, a listening ear to others and also to God and is ready to share what she has heard. And so together, this team that we are welcoming and affirming this morning is an incredible gift from Christ to help lead us in the way of Christ. And that is where this Ephesians passage ends, right? Jesus has given this diversity of leaders to equip his people for works of service, for the work of ministry. And I want to say this and underscore this as a reminder both to our elders and also to all of us. They are here to equip us for the work of ministry, not to do all the work of ministry. You hear the difference? They're here to equip us for the work of ministry, not to do all of the work of ministry. So today, we not only welcome and affirm them, but we commit to partner with them and follow them in the way of Jesus so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become Mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Amen. And so at this time, I would like to welcome up here uh, Chris and Mary, as they are the newcomers to our team. And as we continue on, we're going to have a number of of responsive readings that we do together. Um, And so there will be parts for all of you to read, um, parts for the folks who are up here to read. And so you can look on the screen. Let us all read together as we call and affirm Chris and Mary. Read with me. Chris and Mary. After a season of prayerful discernment, we believe that God has gifted you as leaders and servants of the church. We are calling you to serve as elders. Do you accept this call? We do. Amen. And now I'd like to invite our current elders, Jerry, Peter, and Joe, to come forward Now, church, join with me in reading. Peter, Jerry, and Joe, you are faithful leaders and servants of the church. We are reaffirming your call as elders. Do you affirm this call? Amen. Amen. And so these elders who stand before you now are committed to leading us in the way of Christ and so, as they enter into and reaffirm this service, I uh, just want to read a few reminders of what it is that Jesus has called us to. So, I will read them and invite you all to respond. Jesus said, "Whoever wants to become great must be a servant of all." Lord,
1: we hear your call. We respond.
0: Jesus said. Unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven.
1: Lord, we hear your call. Help us to follow.
0: Jesus said, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth.
1: Lord, we hear your call. Help us to follow.
0: Jesus said, Love your enemies and do good to them. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful.
1: Lord, we hear your call. Help us to love.
0: Jesus said, "Love one another, as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another."
1: Lord, we hear your call. Help us to love.
0: Jesus said, go and make disciples of all people, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age.
1: Lord, we hear your call. Help us to follow.
0: Lord, you have redeemed us and called us to your service.
1: Give us grace to hear your word and follow your
0: way. Amen. In church, we also commit to loving and supporting and encouraging them. So, dear friends, rejoice that God provides laborers for the vineyards. Will you do all you can to assist and encourage them in the responsibilities to which they have been called? giving them your cooperation, your counsel, and your prayers. Amen. Amen. And now, I want to invite the elders to just hold out your hands before you. I want to invite all of you to reach your hands up toward them. And let us pray together as we bless them. Let us pray for our elders. Almighty God, Pour out your blessings upon these your servants who have been given to lead your church. Grant them grace to give themselves wholeheartedly in your service. Keep before them the example of our Lord, who did not think first of himself, but came to serve. Let them share his ministry, that they may enter into his joy. Guide them in their work. Reward their faithfulness with knowledge that through them your purposes are accomplished. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And now, I have invited some of them to share if they have any words um, that they would like to share with us. Um, and so, I believe Chris, Mary, and Jerry, as, at least as far as I know, have, have something that they'd like to share. So... I'll pass this on. I don't know who wants to go first, Um, but you're invited to share with us.
2: Good morning, church. Um, Last week, as we were approaching today, um, I was thinking, and I asked Drew if it would be an appropriate time to share with you just a little bit of the process that I went through to get to this point of affirmation today. And so I wanted to be completely honest and vulnerable with you and transparent let you know that my initial reaction when Drew called me was to say no. But I also believed in keeping the door open for God to speak differently into my life. And he did. He nudged me. He nudged me to reach out to two men that I value very highly, their opinion and their wisdom. And so I spoke to Jimmy McCarty and Ben Reese. And they asked me what I was thinking, and I said, my initial reaction is to say no. And they challenged me. They said, why? And they encouraged me, and they gave me some reasons why they felt like it was important. like Drew spoke this morning of, in order to see the true wholeness of God, who has made, made us in his image, male and female, we need to have women leaders as well. And so they encouraged me to to pray and discern and to really think deeply about why I was thinking no. And as I reflected on that, I realized that my no was steeped in fear, fear that the title elder might keep me from hearing the discernment of God for my personal life as I was discerning for the church as a whole. And then, to be honest, there was a fear of, unspoken expectations from you, the church, that I might unknowingly disappoint and fail you. And if anybody knows me, they know that I do not like to fail. But last week, when Drew spoke about love, and he read First John 4.18, that says, There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out all fear. That was the final confirmation that I needed to say yes. Because I know that my love for you as a church can begin to weaken that fear. But even more than that, the perfect love of God that has been demonstrated to me so overwhelmingly, not just through your submission of my name for elder, but in the 35 years that I've been here. You guys have loved me and cared for me in the peaks and valleys of my life. And I feel like being an elder is my opportunity to return that love and that concern for each of you. So I am not perfect, but the one who is perfect loves me. I'm the one who is perfect, loves each of you. And so I am honored and I am humbled to serve God with you and for you. I'd like to pray a blessing over us as a church. So as we humbly come to his throne, would you pray with me? Almighty God, thank you for your perfect love. I pray that you would help us as a church and as leaders of the church to discern how we should best love all of your children, those who know you and those who do not yet know you. Help us, Father, to be a people who boldly proclaim your kingdom come, your will be done, so that you will be glorified in all things. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Well, ditto. (laughs) I, um, it, it is humbling and, uh, to come here. And I also, my first answer was no. Um, like many people, um, we all struggle with feeling enough and I will never be enough for this job, but God is. And, um. I love the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I love each one of you. And I hope that I can be helpful uh, to our church family, to our community, and to you. Um, I I just wanted to share something, a scripture, one of my favorite psalms, that um, offers encouragement to all of us. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, My refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. Skipping down, God says, those who love me, I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. With long life, I will satisfy them and show them my salvation. That is our future, (laughs) I pray. And finally, I also want to end with a blessing, an old Irish blessing. Calm us, O Lord, as you stilled the storm. Still us, O Lord, keep us from harm. Let all the tumult within us cease. Enfold us, Lord, in your peace.
4: Welcome to you, Mary, and to you, Chris, to the elder team of our church. Joe, Peter, and I have often commented to one another that when at least 75% of the congregation is women, that it seems out of kilter to not have women's voices represented in leadership, and it makes good pastoral care more difficult without it. So thank you to both of you for agreeing to serve as, as those voices and those pastoral uh, moments that come about. And we look forward to our partnership and service. And to the congregation, we all say thank you for affirming this new team as well. And and we know that this is a bold and, and for some of us perhaps uncomfortable Step to take and it's outside of our traditional thinking regarding leadership We know that and we thank you for affirming this however, we fully believe in spite of its difficulty that This is another important marker of a community of faith that lives out the truth that in Christ There is neither Jew nor Gentile slave nor free male or female, but we are all one in Christ Jesus. So thank you. May the Spirit fill each of us, all of us, with joy and peace, as together we continue to learn to follow the way of Jesus. And now, as one united people, welcome to the table of the Lord. Joe, would you read for us?
1: The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, for which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
3: Let's pray for the bread. Lord God, you are the bread of life. Thank you for choosing the sacrifice of your earthly body that cleansed us, preparing us for our adoption as forgiven children. Thank you for walking with us. Draw our eyes to your face. Feed us, Lord, on your word. Fill us with your spirit. Give us strength to follow you each day in every moment. Amen.
4: this meal, these people, we give ourselves to you. Charge us out to live as changed people because we have shared this cup and cannot remain the same. Ask much of us, expect much from us, enable and enable us much by us to encourage many through us. So Lord, may we live to your glory both as inhabitants of earth and citizens of your kingdom. And all of God's people said, Amen.